This is cassette tape number 10. Hello. Welcome to I Will Write Your Book. Uh, my name is Will Hines, and I'm a ghostwriter. What I do is I write books for other people, and this podcast is where I record my meetings with my clients so that you, a presumed fan of the publishing industry, can just sort of hear how things work behind the scenes. It's pretty exciting for you, and I'm pleased to bring that service to the people. With me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Karen, how are you? I'm really busy, Well, What do you mean, already? Well, how are you hassled already? I got already? a lot going what's, on. No, like, I'm happening? just telling you. It's not hassled already. I, you sorry, asked I'm, me how I was, right. and I'm, I'm explaining no, to you I what's take, going yes. on in my no, life. I'm sorry. Did you just God, want me to say great the, and move I, on? I don't understand I what you want. I did. Okay, well, I blew it. I blew it, all right? Yeah. What's, sorry. You did. Do you want to know or not? Do you Can just, we just want start me to over? say, we just great, start over? Will, how no, are you? you don't Is have that to. what you want? I don't understand what you want anymore. Karen, what the fuck is wrong? Jesus. And now what's your, you're what's cursing happening at me? Morning? Now you're using profanity? I'm trying to establish an air of familiarity. Look, I'm really busy. I'm taking time out of my day. I'm going to spend a week at my hacienda in Joshua Tree, and <laughs> I have a lot of packing to do, okay? I so I, I am, I'm busy right now, but I'm... Taking time out. Appreciate it. I appreciate. Packing, packing is very stressful. Packing is very stressful. Yes, I understand for a that. week. You have a hacienda in Joshua Tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you make your money? Every time I talk to you, you have this lavish lifestyle. That I. How are How are you? Many different ways. Wow. Many different ways. Rich people it. just don't have one path to rich to wealth. Yeah, I guess I appreciate that you spend time copy editing the books that I write. Right. I mean, that's just another. You know, as they say, side hustle, and it's a passion of mine. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a terrific wordsmith. Yeah, thank you. I know. So, anyway, so I'm packing up for that, and it's going to be, um, you know, it's small. It's a small hacienda. It's like the main house is. Uh, we have six bedrooms in the main. Six and, bedrooms. Yeah, six so bedrooms in the main. Huge. That's not a hacienda. That's like a. That's a serious. No, it's to- a, It's a hacienda. It's not a casa. It's a hacienda. I guess I never knew what that word meant, but mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. well, okay. Well, we'll, well, we can keep it tight today. We'll get, we'll get in and out of this. How are you, Will? Oh, thanks for asking. I'm doing great. I'm upping my um, vitamin E, so I'm healing faster. Mm, vitamin E helps your skin. Yeah, I'm rubbing vitamin E into my skin. It makes your it makes your skin heal faster. Are you it's pretty, pretty rad? Not really. That it's not really that effective. Are you trying to get rid of your scar? I'm trying to get rid of the scar that you cut into my face. Yeah. And mm. also just say keep my skin looking fresh. That's just the one weird vitamin to choose. I think it works. I read it on a, a newsletter I get from What a, newsletter? My cousin Don does a nutritionist newsletter. Uh it's based on a lot of hunches, but he's also had pretty good results. So I I try to give it if it doesn't sound crazy, I give it a shot. Rubbing, I break open little vitamin E gel pellet, pellets and I rub them into my face, and it feels pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's soothing. It's soothing. You know what I mean? I think it can't hurt. You know, it's not like I'm dropping leeches on my wounds. You know what I mean? Like, what's the worst that could happen? Is I'm rubbing a little gel in my face? You break out. It could break out. Yeah, you could break out. Clog your pores. Clog your pores. To have acne. Your cousin sounds as interesting as you. Oh, thank you. Well, with that, let's get started. 
We're going to bring on uh, this episode's client. Please uh, welcome. I'm connecting her right now over the Zoom call. We are all on Zoom. Katie Fischel. Katie, are you there? Hello, I'm here. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for uh, joining us and talking with me. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Oh, so exciting. Uh, Katie, how's your day going so far? You can introduce me, Will. You didn't introduce me Oh, gosh, me I'm yet. sorry. Katie, I mean, this, you, is, uh, I mean... this is Karen Donahue. She does the copy editing. Uh, oh, if we decide huh. to go forward with this book, she'll do the copy editing and the grammar editing. Great. Hi. Hi, Karen. Hi, Katie. Uh, hi. hi. Nice to meet you. So, sorry. Yeah. Hi. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Can I just say you, your hair looks amazing. Thank you so much. I just got out of the shower. Oh, wow. Natural. Yeah. Nice body. It's sort of my secret. Body, yeah. Fullness. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I really appreciate yeah. you guys meeting with me. You're today. blessed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I am. Thank you. Yeah. My mom is my mom is Jewish. And um, OK. And so uh, we have sort of naturally wavy hair mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I don't have to put product in it. It's just shampoo. You just so thank you so much shape. for saying something. Wow. I do. Going. Yeah, nice. Well, <laughs> yes. as a bald man, I appreciate you doubly, both just as a fan of human hair and also because I don't have it. I'm sorry. That sounded strange. But uh, you look you, you look great. And uh, it's weird when you're doing it. Well, I can it do did it. It did sound weird. No, I heard it, that. Just stop it. OK, I, I, I agree. Katie, let's talk about what we might want to write a book about. I'm a cartoonist and I have been making for the past couple of years, I've been making cartoons under the name Sex is Weird, uh, okay. which is, uh, uh, they're very personal cartoons about my life where I sort yeah. of talk about my sex life and sort of growing up as, you know, a young girl through childhood, adolescence and like early adulthood and what that means being like a, uh, a sexually liberated person in this world, uh, but also all of the like discomfort and, and sex shame that that goes along with it. So I just wanted to turn that into not just a book. I'm thinking about a graphic novel. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Because it's, it's in cartoon form. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, just really beautiful, you know, illustrations to tell this very personal story. My only thing is that I, I just like don't have the time that I thought that I did as mm. an artist, you sort of, you change, mm -hmm. you know, directions a lot. And you sort of like, I yeah. was really excited about this project for a long time, but I have like yeah. recently gotten like uh, inspired by other things and sort of, I just want to go in a different direction, but the idea is still there. And okay. I just would love for someone sort of to, to take the, the wheel. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So are you asking, and if I'm wrong on this, please tell me no. But are you saying that you want somebody else to even like draw the cartoons and to just sort of take the idea of sexual confessions? Or are you looking for someone to take your cartoons and expand them or just take your cartoons and collect them? Sorry to call them cartoons, but your, your drawings. Yeah, that's a great question. I So I have not completed any of the drawings yet for the for the graphic novel. Oh. I have the I ideas see. and I could absolutely, you know, like jot them down. Um, but would love for someone to just sort of take over. And so that means the drawings and the, also the words. Yeah. So I have I have seen your work on Instagram and I love it. Thank you so much. Kind of it's bold and it's personal and it, it gets into topics that I guess I'm not used to seeing discussed casually uh, in a public way. It's also a lot of 
sexual like confessions you, you'll mix in sort of funny stories too like sort of embarrassing stories that happen to people in the world of sex but then also kind of like sometimes very like kind of moving moments of vulnerability from people right and you're asking us to to do that i, I should say i don't know if i'm super comfortable let talking me just about take own... over here all right I just want to explain to you that when you mention, you know, a lot of shame around sex, that's Will. He has a lot of shame around sex. He's not comfortable with his body. He's not comfortable with intimacy. Wow. He thinks oh, sex is I'm like so sorry, maybe Will. a little yucky. I'm not really sure. No, sometimes and I do. Yeah, sex vulnerability is Vulnerability is not his strong suit. Okay, he's yeah. very defensive, and yes. he also kind of has a problem with women. He doesn't want to admit it. He doesn't want to admit it, but... It's all uh, true. I admit it. So even, you know, I I think this is great, and I love this. I mean, I am a sexually confident woman. I'm sexually free. Um, I saw that in you the, the moment that we walked, we of were course. in this room together. I, I have multiple partners. I'm in an open relationship with many people. Um, you uh, know, Pam, I, Pam I, recently had a liaison with Don Johnson, the actor Don Johnson. Isn't yeah, that, Don isn't Johnson. That right. Yes, yeah. and actually, Don Johnson and Will's ex-wife was also there. I don't. You meant you didn't mention that Linda was there. No, because that's humiliating to me. Well, Linda was there, um, and you know, Linda and I, uh, Will's ex-wife, discussed Will's sexuality or lack thereof quite extensively. And he did not have a lot of experience um, at the time Before that they Linda. got married or no. ever or ever, yeah. even oh. post Linda. Some, some of this is subjective. I, I have had, I'm not going to get super into the details, but I have had experience. Not really. So um, he's going to need a lot of help and I'm interested in this. Okay, I'm very interested in this, and I think this might help Will to push himself out of his sexual cocoon. I honestly think that, like, Will, like, my work deals a lot with, uh, you know, extreme sex shame. And so I think that mm. you have something to offer, you know? Thank you. And I think that I'm sure that that will come through very clearly through your, your natural voice. So I, I'm just excited to see what you'll add, you know? What's an example of something you've covered in the strip so far? Like, what's a typical or something you've been proud of? You're like, oh, yeah, this was a good one. This was a good sex is weird. I, you know... Something that I think connected with a lot of people uh, through was was a uh, I do a lot of work around like childhood and like coming into mm. your own sexuality. And right. um, so, yeah, like sort of confessional pieces about uh, myself in, in, in early childhood, like sort of the first times I ever felt arousal or even like flashing forward, like the first time, you know, like I, when I lost my virginity, what was that experience? What was going through, you know, my mind and, um, uh, and sort of like all of the ups mm. and downs of that. And so it's just like, you know, my, the whole thing is like, I think right. the more specific, the better and you know it sort of okay. grapples with like always constantly like the balance of like the good and the bad you know so i just that's those are the okay. like, key points that i need to come through with this All right. so kind of like kind of like um like humping the arm of the couch absolutely you know like what are we sort of like macgyvering you know sex toys out of you know what's around the house you know yes Maybe I could share a story about how when I was a young teenager and I turned on Showtime on cable and I saw Bo Derek's boobs. Yeah, so that's, I mean, well, here, here's the thing is that I, 
I love that. I don't know, who is Bo Derek? Bo Derek is an actress. She was a model and then an actress in the 70s, and they, they had a adaption of the Tarzan story, but it was just that she played Jane, and they just, like, had her in her boobs all the yes, time. Like yes, a, yes, 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 yes. Had her in her boobs all the time? Had her in her boobs. They just had, had her, her in her boobs in all the time. Yeah. All they the put time. her in her boobs. Not a shirt, just her boobs. But, well, and it was like a cheap, just, cheap sort of schlocky film. That was, was it like, 10 starring Dudley Moore? Or it's a different I never movie. saw 10. I never saw you 10. You never saw 10? So you're a big fan. You're big a big Bo fan of Bo Derek and you yeah. never saw 10? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. She, she had her moment in the late 70s. And uh, yeah, Tarzan, I think it was called Lake Lord Greystoke Tarzan. And it was advertised as this big artsy cinematography film, but it was really just Bo Derek and her boobs. In her boobs. Well, and I see, saw it see, on Showtime see, when I was a kid. You don't understand that. Her breasts are a part of her. She's not no, trying no, on that. an outfit no, no. of boobs. Yeah, yeah, she's no, not I in her boobs. I, I mean, knew that. she's just exhibiting her body. See, this is see, that's another thing. He thinks that like, you know, maybe he thinks that like a woman's body is just like a costume that she puts on. That's see see, he doesn't I, I get not, awkward when I talk yeah. about sex and yeah. I use weird phrasings. But I no, understand he, that boobs are attached to people's now, Katie, bodies. Katie, let me ask you something because he he did say all he said was maybe I can talk about the time that I saw Bo Derek's boobs on Showtime doesn't explain what happened later. I mean, that's what happened later. What did you do with that information, Will? That, You're was, not the explaining end, that was the that. end of that story. I got that's a it. Little... There's nothing more. You just got a little tingle and you just let no, it go. I, I got a pretty solid boner and then I went about my day. I mean, I, there, there wasn't a whole lot of other action that was happening. Did, do you think that that right? experience like affected you later down the line in any way? How did that inform you other than the boner? Good question. Um, I would say that I repressed the reaction deep down, and to this day, if I see Bo Derek, which occasionally you will, because she's like sort of a weird, active Republican, I'll like blush. How's that? Is that the t- typical sexist, weird, emotional arc? That's just a pitch. Hey, we don't have to do that one. We. I got a million of these. I okay, think let's that's, hear another one. Every experience is valid. I would love to hear more. Will's okay. experiences are not valid. Let let him prove it to you. Okay. Once, okay, again, this is from my, you know, 12 or 13, pretty young time. I uh, went to a friend's treehouse in the woods, and he had stashed, like, pornography. And this is pre-internet, so you you didn't have easy access to pornography. And amongst the pornography was a Jackie Collins romance novel called Lucky. And I got pretty engrossed in that book caught up in the plot and there's pretty explicit descriptions of uh, vaginas women in their vaginas and men in their hard dicks and I would say I got kind of caught up in the reading lucky and I and I stole it from my friend so that I could finish the book because I had to know what happened wow Katie can I just jump in here absolutely I just you know want to point out the fact of course will leapt over the pornography to get to some kind of tintillating romance novel. He completely ignored the pornography. And he also, again, said a woman, women in their vaginas, in their vaginas rather than with their vaginas as part of them. And he also said women in their vaginas and men in their hard dicks. So he's using vagina for women, but dick for male rather than Mm. penis. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you think about that? I look, I think that's, I think that says a lot. I think, first of all, it definitely seems like going back to something that you said earlier, Karen, like there 
is it seems like you're you're talking about genitals like it's a suit, something that we wear, mm. something that we mm. like you know adorn like only for a specific purpose i wonder like a superhero turning into their other form temporarily you know like spider-man putting on his costume say absolutely do you think and i wonder if that is because you uh think that sex is um a sort of performance yeah Mm. yeah that's interesting i guess i do Mm. yeah and uh oh is that bad yes oh Mm -hmm. it is bad yeah, it is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is bad. Well, what's what's an example of a story you might bring, Karen? If you if you were gonna contribute to this confessional graphic novel, uh, I don't. I mean, I got a million of them. Okay, let's say it is 1998. I'm in New Orleans. Uh, it's wow. Mardi Gras, of course. I'm at a sex party. And I'm not going to say it was my first one. You know, I've had experience in them. But I will say it was my first time being with three women at once. My God. So, I don't know. I guess something about how giving we were, but also the pleasure of receiving and everybody kind of taking turns and enjoying um, one another, but also basking in this sense of generosity and Mm. this sense of ecstasy and just really releasing ourselves and almost becoming one soul. Mm. That is gorgeous. Mm. Thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. that, Karen. Mm -hmm. It is. Of course. I got a million of them. What'd you think of New Orleans? Great. Loved it. Yeah. How did you... um? get access to a sex party you were like i was at a sex party like well you have to be invited you have to be invited yeah so you just i mean yes when you know you're a woman who's in her vagina and in her breast uh you know you get invited to sex parties and you have to know interesting people will you have to know interesting people like don johnson or leonardo dicaprio well i think you know katie i actually think this is a great idea to have us do this because sure I'm a little naive. Do I have issues with intimacy? You betcha. But so I bet you that could contribute something because you know I bet you I'm not alone in having issues of some degree of embarrassment or fear of intimacy. So maybe that's something that could be covered in our adaptation of your book. You know, maybe we just dig deep into nervousness. If we're honest about it, that should be that should be interesting to people. That should be useful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I also just have one, another question. Um, I mean, I know that you're, you know, obviously a writer and uh, mm-hmm. how are you, um, how is your hand artistically? How do you, um, do you feel comfortable drawing these, these figures? Yeah. Because it, you know, it's, uh, I, I just, I just simply don't have the time anymore, unfortunately. So you don't have I would time. just, I, has, I have Will some has other nothing. projects. Will I, has nothing but time. If you could give me like a description of a woman in her boobs and in her vagina, like yeah. what would that look like on paper? Sure. Okay. Well, I'm not a professional artist by any stretch, but I think I do have a pretty good eye. Uh, so I think I think I would do all right in the rendering department. If I'm going to draw a woman in her full boobs and in all of her vagina, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think you know what I'm thinking is, you know, you whip up a little line. You whip up a little line for the for her for her torso, and you slap a couple of circles on there for the full boobs, 
Maybe you, you know, if we're depending on her personal grooming, some shading down in the in the vagina region, couple of orbs for the eyes up above the torso stick. You know, stretch out. I, you know, uh, keep it simple is what I say. I, you know, I think a lot of uh, art is economy. I've always said you don't don't overdo it. Only what's necessary. Hmm. So I'd say four to five lines maximum for the body, two circles for the full boobs, little smudge. Well, it sounds this, like maybe a stick do this figure. This sounds like a stick figure. It's stick well, figure ish. Stick figure ish. Abs- why don't you just jot down? Why don't you just try and jot down a little drawing for us? And so, you know, Katie, I just want to say something that I'm afraid is going to happen. Sure. You know, as you said, and I think that was brilliant. That was brilliant that you said it's almost like a, a superhero costume. You know, that mm. a woman is wearing her breasts or, you know, as a I superhero costume. And no, I think Katie said it. And, okay. and uh, you know, that, that I think that was an astute observation that, you know, Will kind of thinks that. So what I'm kind of worried about is that he's going to, you know, what I'm concerned about, he's going to kind of draw boobs like, you know, like uh, like uh, as if they're tentacles or something or, you know, a vagina as a cape or something like that. That's that's kind of my concern is that he doesn't actually fully understand uh, the female body. And, um, yes. you know, he's going to, I don't know, turn it into something unrealistic um, i'm gonna piggyback off of something that you just said which is that it definitely Mm, does seem like he he described a stick figure with sort of like superimposed orb breasts and then if i remember correctly Mm. sort of like a like a triangular bush and no face i Mm -hmm. um Mm. yeah and and so not yet well what 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 that makes me think is that you know there is like definitely a fixation there sort of like you know mm-hmm. maybe like when a child draws something they put the emphasis on the parts that they are thinking of the most you know and mm. um i do think yes. that definitely seems like this is just a good exercise for will yeah oh yeah this would be huge for me i think sex is look i think sex is weird has been great so far i love it let me just say, huge fan. Thank you so much. And I think the next step is to have a mostly repressed 50-year-old man give it a shot with some stick figures and confessions. I've, I haven't seen that viewpoint represented, not to criticize, not not that often. So we're overstating how repressed I am. I've had a couple adventures. No, I just wanted to say that, you know, I, I, I thank you for pointing out that, you know, I haven't really uplifted the voice of the of the middle aged uh, straight repressed man. And I'm, I am sorry about that. But this is the time I'm, I'm sort of I'm sort of passing the baton to you. I think so. Yeah, it's about time. Our voice has been silent for too long. We haven't heard about what does this what are the sexual insecurities of the middle aged man? There hasn't been a Judd Apatow movie in like three years. You know, it's been a while since we've gotten into this viewpoint. And yet not exclusively. I don't think we should exclusively stay in the realm of a fifty year old white, middle aged, repressed, somewhat narcissistic dude. Somewhat. Um, we could well, we um, can certainly swim around I I, in it. Swim around. We could go to forty year old straight. It's very boring. Man. I mean, it'll get you a page or two. Quite honestly, sure. nobody really sure. cares. I mean, well, maybe well, it's a little bit pathetic, um, but I love that. I love how you notice that it's just like a line, 
a faceless figure, yeah. orbs for breasts as if they're not attached. Very, oh my gosh. I love that piggybacking, Katie. I loved it. I loved Thank it. Thank you so much. I, I can't it. find Thank a pen. So I, I rarely draw, so I don't have any pens in my house currently. I hope it's okay that I sort of return to something that you were talking about earlier about your experience in New Orleans. And I sort of, I can't get this word out of my head, but you kept saying generosity you kept, you sort of, you know, we're mm. talking about um, sort of the giving nature of that experience. And I just wanted to say that that is something that I've never experienced with a man. And I wonder, Will, if you could comment on that. On generosity in lovemaking? Yes. Do you consider yourself a generous lover? Absolutely. 100%. I'm a super generous lover. I, I give as good as I get. I just want to tell you, Katie, I tried kissing Will one time. Okay, really? as an exercise for him, and it was terrible. And 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 the way that you, you know, observe that he thinks of sex as a performance, very true, because you know when he tried to kiss me, it was not giving; it was internal. His lips puckered inward. Whoa, I didn't know that you could do that. Yeah, yes, I didn't. I didn't either. It was a reaction, sort of like when you're sucking on a sour candy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Puckering, puckering, yeah. almost like a Sour Patch Kid before you get, you know, mm. when you're, yeah, exactly. So very, like, mm. and then, uh, you know, I told him, relax, 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 and then he just really overcorrected. He thought he was really doing a performance, and, mm. you know, rather than just kind of relaxing into it, letting himself go, he felt like he had to prove something to me that he can take a note. You know, and I know you can take a note, Will. I've given you plenty under your writing. Mm-hmm. I don't ask for those notes. I think this could be a good s- chapter in the graphic novel, though, now that you're spelling it out, because this was a traumatic experience for me. You know what I mean? I just, you know, we the kissing caught me by surprise. You know, it didn't could... catch him by surprise because he was like, are you ready? I'm going to kiss you. I'm coming in. Are you ready? I'm going to do it. Are you okay? Are you ready? Are you ready? It was, there was no element of surprise whatsoever. Wow. Okay, there was... So much preamble to it. It was that does sort of that does, you know, I will say that does sort of check out in the sense that will would you say that when you when you were leaning in sort of repeating, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to kiss you. Do you think that was sort of a reaction to like the 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 climate of the last like few years where you sort of feel like you need to um, sort of overcorrect and over prepare uh, your partner. I've certainly just had experiences where, you know, men feel uh, very scared to do anything in a way that's sort of um, insulting Absolutely. to us. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So worried wow. about consent and just wanting to make sure that I'm not presuming anything or that I'm not exploiting a power dynamic because I do have power over Karen. No, you don't. He's and, not um, my employer. I contract myself. I'm a 1099 person and I send him invoices. So, it has zero power over me. Zero my head power. Was, my head was full of worry that I was crossing a boundary and being inappropriate. Yeah. I initiated, so wow. there shouldn't That's have true. been any fear there. Karen, there shouldn't have yeah. been any fear. So back to the generosity, Will. Oh, yeah. Let's, I'm full uh, of it. Yeah, let's have an example maybe of you being generous. Okay. A um, generous lover. Okay. This will be another story from my youth. In high school, I had a girlfriend, and at some point we were sitting in my car. We were, like, making out and starting to sort of be physical. And neither of us had had a lot of experience. And she said that she was warm, and so I turned the car on and turned the air conditioning on. There you go. I'm sort of I'm sort of confused. We, that is, that 
that is a that's a, a beautiful gesture. It was can you think of a experience perhaps like in bed, like sexually, that mm. um mm-hmm. would demonstrate yeah. sort of like yeah. a giving okay. nature to you? Sure. Don't want to get too graphic, but during my marriage to my first wife, only wife, uh, Linda, we were once having sex. We were in our bed and we were we were making love. Mm. And she said she was thirsty. And so I stopped everything, got her a glass of water. We sort of lost track of what we had been doing and ended up turning on the TV and watching Frasier. Have you ever given oral sex? Um, not per se. Mm. Not. I've always been a little bit embarrassed that to, to get it going. But I'm, you know, I'm uh, the the offer is implicitly on the table. Is that what generosity is? Karen, I'm sort of speechless. I know. It's very confusing. I, I, I completely understand. You haven't been exposed to this. What's an example of generosity if somebody doesn't mind telling me one? I mean, again, let's 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 return to New Orleans. Right. So let's just say if you are being intimate with someone, you're having a sexual experience. Sometimes people are like, oh, I just want to orgasm. I just want to feel pleasure. You pleasure me. You continue to pleasure me. And once I'm pleasured, I'm done with this experience. Okay, so that's how some people can perceive, you know, a sexual encounter. And some people enjoy some people are like, sure, I just want you to feel pleasure. I'm not concerned about my pleasure. Some people enjoy that. That's part of their experience and something that actually does bring them joy that does bring Mm -hmm. them joy that they just are giving sexual pleasure to someone else now someone who's being generous is um you know i want you i want that's generosity i want you to feel pleasure i want you to feel pleasure you know rather than you know i give you uh you know you give me oral sex and then bye-bye You know, it's Mm -hmm. you give me a little oral sex. I'll give you a little oral sex. Let's do some, you know, digital manipulation. I'll do some back to you. What do you like? Does this feel good to you? Oh, do you want me to slow down? Do you want me to speed up? How is this feeling? Checking in with one another. You know, that's all part of generosity. Does that make sense to you, Will? It does logically. Yes. I think I also want to, you know, continue with what Karen was saying, which first of all, thank you so much, Karen. That was a great description of of what every sexual encounter should be, which is a conversation, Mm. you know, let's start there. A conversation, yes. It's a conversation. It's something that, you know, we're never assuming, we're never just acting on what we think should happen. It's more of being, listening to your partner. You know, Will, you strike me as someone who has definitely dabbled in improv. It's we're sort of yes-anding each other physically. Taking a couple of classes, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah. you're constantly right. okay. listening. You're constantly good, calling back um, to maybe something that someone has said or someone has, like, a motion that they like, mm. asking, you know, uh, sort of building off of the momentum that you are taking in from your partner, and uh, and that is sort of like the giving spirit that we're talking about. Not not gotcha. just waiting, um, you know, not reacting to temperature in the car. Not 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 just giving your wife, uh, ex-wife, excuse me, the, uh, a glass of water when she's thirsty. Okay, this yeah. Is such this a, is what a great this analogy. What a great really analogy. Good. Really because good. Because I, you know, I've taken some improv in my life too. I got put on a yeah. house team. I didn't even want. I didn't even want to. I think this says to me. 
even more that I am the person to do this book because I have so much to learn. And I can use this project to expand my horizons and maybe document what I'm learning both from my own experiences and from and from hearing other people's stories. You don't you don't want a star athlete to be your basketball coach. You want someone who had to struggle and learn the game piece by piece to be your coach. So if I'm going to be somebody's guide through stories of sexual bravery and maturity and uh, liberation, let's have someone who needs all those things. You know, I also maybe have never received oral sex. I wanted to say that. Mm. Okay, Katie, if it's all right with you, we'll take a break from this this meeting. And then if the three of us could talk again tomorrow, I'll have a couple just follow up thoughts. That totally works. Thank you, you guys both so much. Karen, it was an absolute pleasure. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Katie, I was about to say the same thing. Pleasure's all mine. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. All right, cassette tape number 11. This is a meeting with myself and Karen Donahue talking about Katie Fischel. Karen, I'm really excited about this project. I think it's going to go great. Hey, well, I, w- I want to say thanks for driving out here to Joshua Tree. Oh, yeah, of course. Thanks for coming out uh, here. I mean, I pre- I, you were so stressed at the meeting that I felt like it was, I felt like I should go out of my way to, to make it up to you. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, no it's problem. just two hours. Lovely, and, lovely place. But you have to go back tonight. Yeah, you can't stay here, though. You sure? You can't stay here tonight. Okay. Oh, it would be I'm 100% okay, positive. Yeah. No, you cannot stay here, you so you're just going to have to drive the two hours okay. back. Right, that's in the main house. Okay. And then we have these other guest houses, you know, on the property. Yeah. And they're o- they're open right now, right? There's nobody in them? Oh, yeah, there's no one in them. They're so lovely. You want to see really one? lovely. I know. Yeah, Look yeah. This tile work. Nice little fireplace. Very comfortable. Feel this bed. Feel how comfortable it is. Oh my God, it feels like a, it feels like God's face. Yeah. Oh, the tile is imported, of course. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, look at this workmanship. And this is just I, this is just a side house. It's a guest house. Expensive tile is soothing somehow. I feel soothed. Yeah. This is kind of like it's also heated. It's a heated floor, so it's nice in the winter. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. You feel the warmth. Yeah, maybe I could just stay a couple hours. Oh no. Okay. Because then we'd have to strip the whole, clean the whole room and everything. It's just too much. Okay. And I don't know who's gonna drop by. Somebody could drop by, and I just can't have okay. you. Okay. So you do well, have we'll, to drive back. Well, we'll just we'll just get to business, and I'll get out of your hair. Uh, sure. Well, I'm I'm excited about doing this book. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you can. You know, I I don't think you can meet this challenge. Well. I really no, I don't. think I can. I I think the key is I'll get other people's stories, so it's not just me. But I will. Mm-hmm. Pepper in a healthy dose of my own anecdotes, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that'll be a really interesting adaptation. I think fans of Katie's work on Instagram will be pleased to see where I take it. Pleased and not surprised to hmm. see the directions in which Will you Hines know, takes it. I'm just um, a little bit concerned because when you say you're going to use other people's story, you're going to hear the story. 
I don't know if you're comfortable enough to let them finish telling you a complete story about a sexual experience. You seem to blush. You seem to go, okay, okay, that's enough. Let me just interrupt you right there. Mm-hmm. I'm great with it, okay? I have no problem hearing about sex. Never mm-hmm. in my life. I'm a great interviewer of people's sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. My, you know, and um, so I, I, what you're saying I think is false. I mean, okay, I, that's fine. Here, you're, tell, tell me a story of your of your past. Another one? Just a just a short one, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, it's nothing. I'm in Chamonix, France, skiing. All right, enough, enough. I got it. So, <laughs> that is the kind of story that I will be be fine with. You didn't even hear. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. A little bit more. A little. Bit okay. More. So let's see. I'm trying to think of how old I was at the time. Probably about. I'm going to say 37. Oh, you know, it was this great resort, and every day we had ski lessons. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get no, it. I don't think you don't the, understand, but, but he didn't I, even let me finish here. Okay, I'm so sorry. So a very right. young ski instructor. He was about six, seven. I mean, tall, muscular, um, muscular. Was, he grew up there. What was there. the age he, difference? Kind of had, fre- he was, I would say he's maybe early 20s, maybe, so I don't know, 10, 15 years, something like that. Incredible. All right, oh, I get it. So I amazing. I can, I can write the rest. Know? I can write the rest. I know, no, I know how it Really goes. strong. I mean, he's a ski instructor, so his legs are strong. His arms was, are strong. You know, you he say that say, Ale, Oliva, Oliva, Ale. And, uh, you know, we kind of broke off from the group. Maybe it was a little dangerous, but uh, we broke off from the group. We stripped down. Ah. Oh, is beautiful, beautiful. Well, let's just say I taught him a thing or two. See, I think this would be a great story. This, this, that. I think that's a contender to be in the graphic novel of Sex Is Weird. Two white people going at it in the south of France. Not the uh, south. It's, it's the Alps, Dum Dum. Could you, could you, could you be slow when you pull Dum Dum out of your holster? I, uh, you know what I mean. I, I went to a public school. I, I don't have your highbrow education. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a great meeting. Uh, I'm going to drive on back to L.A. now, and I'll, I'll see you in the Zoom call tomorrow. Okay. All right, cassette tape number 12. This is a Zoom call with Karen Donahue and Katie Fischel. Katie, welcome back. Thank you Hi. for talking with us again. Hi. Hi. Yeah, great to, great to be here again with you guys. Yeah. Katie, Hi, Karen. your hair is amazing again. Oh, my gosh. So I full. really... Thank you so much. Again, shower. And I, I, I just want to say that you look, you know, incredible. Oh, thanks. You know, it's, it's surprising what just like a night out in the desert will do for you, you know? Wow. Honestly, one of my favorite things to do is like anytime I'm out in like the desert or like, you know, in just any sort of like open area is just sort of to like, you know, run around and just sort of feel the wind on my uh, bare breasts. Yes. Oh strip do down. Too. Strip down. You're out in this open space. It's like, you know, you feel one. You feel one with the earth, and you're like, oh, this is what I come from. We're all part of this. Right. It's like, that's the mother. I'm the mother. You know, we're all the mother. Exactly. We're all the mother. I did some drawings last night just in practice for this graphic novel. I just wanted to show you one. Great. It's it's very rough. It's very rough. I'm not saying this is what the final work would be at all. I can't wait. Wow. Wow. So sort of what I'm seeing is what you've done is sort of like a, again, like a stick figure um, with, the, I would say the three, yeah. the three most pronounced parts of it would be sort of like a, a big loop-de-loop 
sort of Dolly Parton hairdo to (laughs) sort of oval floating orb breasts that are sort of like on on sort of where the shoulder meets the neck and then a sort of that's right yeah then what would be like you know if you're thinking about proportions i would say about a uh, two feet long of a stomach then that that is that sort of ends with a big sort of hastily drawn triangular pubic mound and what i love about what you've done here is that the sort of stick figure is has a hand on its hip sort of with a jaunty twist to the side and the other hand is sort of uh out in the open like offering like what like it's sort of being like what she's having a good time she's she's comfy yeah i do have several notes karen i wonder if you are sort of your mind sort of everywhere as as, like i'm sort of my mind's racing Uh, very much I, i would say the thing that i would love to point out first and something that i touched on uh yesterday is that you have not drawn um, a face on this oh, right. character. That's right. That's and I wonder note. if that was intentional or um, if yeah, you... F- totally forgot, totally forgot. If you got caught up in the in the, in the the hasty bush and, or boobs. I got caught up in the hasty bush. I forgot about... I meant to get to the face and I just... I forgot about it. I was, right. Yeah, the hasty bush occupied me. But um, okay, good note. Yeah, add a face for sure. Now, That's totally good. Uh, I'm... Katie... I'm sure you're very unimpressed by this picture. It's not impressive at all. And I don't know how anyone would be interested in a graphic novel that contained, you know, a drawing like that. Okay. And it does say a lot about Will and his repression. And so we have a face that's kind of like an up. I don't know if that's a nose where an eyebrow would be. There's one dot. I'm not sure if that's one eye or a nose. Raised eyebrow, a nose, and a smile. Oh, that's a razor. And there are no eyes, no windows to the soul. No so a soulless. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. Where do you and, think the soul goes, Will? Yeah, where does the soul go when a woman's naked? Gosh, I didn't think about it. I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. she's keeps she keeps it safe somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I know this is probably disappointing to you, but Katie, I wanna say this'll be good for Will. I think this will be good for Will. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to be good for Sex is Weird or, uh, you know, anyone, uh, you know, of your fans. But I think it's going to be good for Will. And what I honestly think is that you should let Will do this. You should let him interview other people about their sexual experiences. You should let him try yeah. to draw them. And I think he should pay you rather than you paying him, you know, for his services. Right. Because it does okay. seem like... He's getting all the yeah. benefit. You're getting zero benefit from this exercise. Let's call it an exercise. Let's just a bit of mm-hmm. therapy for Will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah. that's what I think. I think I think you should contract Will to do this, but he should definitely be paying you. And you know, he can have my guidance as well. You know, I can give yeah. him stories, or or mm. I can sit with him while he interviews people and just make him listen and stop interrupting the story. I think that's a uh, that is such a you first of all you read my mind. Um mm-hmm. I definitely need to be uh paid for this. I I think, you know, I will say that while I think there's a possibility that this will sort of torpedo my reputation into the ground, um mm-hmm. there's also a Possible. chance that my dedicated fans will sort of understand this kind of like self-aware kind of like acrobatic it's almost like a performance piece 
Right. Like a bit of irony or something. It's like something you're bringing them irony. Like, isn't this ironic? This this repressed middle-aged man exploring, like no one cares about him. Like, fuck him. Who cares? Hmm. And he's exploring kind of sexuality and what that means. And, you know, trying to learn. We're seeing this perspective of someone who is not generous at all and very self-centered very narcissistic, always kind of playing a victim as well. Exactly what you said, sort of always playing the victim, totally narcissistic, sort of showing us everything, sort of Mm -hmm. more than what I would be able to say as an artist speaking from the other side. Mm -hmm. And I think that the whole purpose of my work has been to try to show all of the, the, the different ways that sex can be embarrassing and shameful and and sort of painful experiences that I've experienced as a woman at the hands of men. Yes. But what's so interesting about this, I really had some time to sleep on it, is that Will will just show us that with a simpler language demonstrated Mm. through, you know, Will, no offense, I was shocked that you didn't include nipples. You know, sort of a 50-year-old man that doesn't, uh, have any sort of concept right. that boobs are not just big sort of shiny glossy orbs but you right, know we're right. uh, living yeah. breathing things I think that that will just really speak to people and everyone will look at take one look at it and say ah I see I see I what see. the issue is I, see. I, I see. understand yes. you know yes it's right there on paper it's right know? there on the page this yeah. is the, this is great oh, yeah. look you guys have just said a lot about me can I just say a couple things in rebuttal I don't know why you need to rebut. Well, we've state we've stated facts, and there's no argument here. There's nothing to rebut. So, go ahead. You know, say your piece. My rebuttal is, I agree with all of it, and it sounds good to me. Katie, I'll pay you handsomely for the opportunity to make this graphic novel. Wow, Great. I I am just so pleased. And I've already learned from the notes. I've added some nipples to her boobs. Hmm. And I filled in her face. And, and what's interesting that I'm seeing here also is that it's now sort of become this sort of massive face where it's sort of the boobs have sort of taken on like sort of like a like a Scooby-Doo eye. Oh, yeah. And then the, again, the, 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 the hasty bush is sort of like a, a, a yeah. sweet puppy dog nose. The boobs look like eyes now. And the, yeah, that's that's true. You know, like what's interesting? you know, what's kind of interesting about it, too, is that even though this is, you know, a stick figure, just a small drawing on a piece of paper. To me, it is suggesting a woman who's 20 feet tall, like a yeah. huge kind of a woman who's yeah. towering over this small, meaningless, insignificant man. Will, do you want this woman to crush you? Yes, I do. Ah, see? Wow. Yes, I do. I hunger for it. This is going to be great for you, Will, and you're doing such a service, Kate. You're doing such a service. Thank you so much, Karen. And I, I, you know, and I have to say the same to you. You know, your your willingness to stand by and sort mm-hmm. of like tolerate this is sort of uh, just woman to woman. I'm in awe. Mm-hmm. I you have know, to be I'm honest. trying. I'm trying to make him a better person, a better man, a better human being. And it's, you know, I've tried very, like so many different tactics. But, yeah. um, you know, I feel like this is, you know, it's kind of... Uh, my place in the world is to do this one good deed, try and rehabilitate this shell of a man. I mean, if you can just reach one 50-something white man, then I just feel like that's worth it. Yes, exactly. Hey, I for one can't wait. Sex is Weird is going to head into a new and greater uh, manifestation of itself. 
good news for everybody. All right, Katie, thanks for uh, thanks for meeting with us. We'll I'll get I'll get right on some drafts and I'll get them over to you. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to I Will Write Your Book. My name's Will Hines, and I played a character called Will Hines, 100% truthful about my sex life. And, um, yeah, really excited. Follow me on Twitter, W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. Everything I tweet is a complete lie. I hope you enjoy it. Pam Murphy, I played Karen Donahue. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Murphy, please. I almost never post, but follow me, please. Um, guys... Quibby is dead. <laughs> yeah, we followed the arc of Quibby on this show. And R.I.P. Quibby, R.I.P. Hello, I'm Katie Fischel. Uh, I'm an illustrator and cartoonist, and you can follow my uh, my cartoons at sex underscore is underscore weird on Instagram. And they're really great. And I even Thank even you. in jest, I feel bad talking about besmirching its legacy. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this, please um, go to iTunes and uh, rate us with a nice hefty five stars. I, I always forget to do this part. You've heard it on every other podcast you've ever listened to. But because I am a um, career idiot, I always forget to do it. But if anybody would like to just rate our podcast or recommend it to somebody, that would be really terrific. Thanks for listening and goodbye. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode we have a guest and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media. Why Mommy Drinks. Campfire.